I'm joined by Sarah Lim, Business Development Director at Halo Coffee. Thank you so much for joining me, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Very good. And the way I like to start these conversations is by taking a step back and really learning about the problem that you and the team at Halo Coffee solve. Okay, so we at Halo have produced a home compostable coffee capsule um, compatible with the Nespresso system. Mm -hmm. And the reason for this was that in 2018 alone, 60 billion capsules were produced and most of those will end up either in landfill or our oceans. And we didn't really think this was acceptable, not for the times we live in, and it's just an astronomical amount of waste it to really, be produced in one year. Yeah, 60 um, billion capsules is beyond, I don't even know what that, like. What it would look like, and in 2017, it was 59 billion, so it's. Wow, so it's growing. Every year, it's growing, um, and we That's, just found it astonishing. It is astonishing, and so what, so the problem you're solving is basically finding a new way to essentially create these capsules that are not um, uh, that are not detrimental to the planet. Exactly. So we often get the question: Nespresso capsules are recyclable, or X capsule is recyclable? Mm -hmm. Yes. By and large, most of the capsules on the market are recyclable, but they're not commercially recyclable because they contain various materials such as metal, plastic, lacquer, and they can't deal with this in a commercial recycling facility. So this needs to be taken away by the company themselves or whoever it is they work with. Um, and this brings on transport costs um, and the carbon associated with that. And the process of recycling it, because there are so many materials going to specific factories in different locations, it all starts to add up. And yeah. the amount of energy that it takes to, you know, burn off the lacquer, to get the silicone off the capsule, to smelt down the aluminium, it just, it gets a lot. So the end of life has quite a large footprint as well. Interesting. So, I mean, you you may feel like you're doing good by recycling one of these standard uh, capsules, but actually maybe doing more harm than good? Potentially, but we found a, a way in which people don't need to cause that carbon output. Yeah. Um, and it, so it's a very simple swap for our consumers. It is exactly the same as an espresso capsule. Mm -hmm just the way you dispose of it is different. And what is the way that you dispose of it? So our capsules are home compostable. Mm -hmm. They're made from waste sugarcane fiber, uh, which is a byproduct of the sugarcane industry. And because of that material, it will break down in as little as 28 days. Wow. Which is quite different to everything else on the market. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, if yeah, the the alternative is having to do that whole process you mentioned earlier. Whereas, what what does home compostable mean? Uh, you, you've said the word home specifically. So, mm -hmm. why do you emphasize that? So, there are two different type of compostable products. There are home compostable and industrial compostable. Mm -hmm. um, industrial composting requires much higher temperatures and specialist facilities 
right. in order to process um, things such as bioplastic, which is what most eco-capsules are made of. So they are the same polymer as a plastic capsule, but the source is a renewable food source, say. I see. Um, and the problem there is because bioplastics are quite new, Mm-hmm. The recycling facilities and the composting facilities don't have the infrastructure to process them. So the way in which they identify um, a bioplastic needs to be improved because they look, they feel the same as an oil-based plastic um, and the density is exactly the same. So what actually happens is they get incinerated or they end up in landfill. Um, so even though it is a step in the right direction, the infrastructure just isn't there yet. Right. So it almost sounds like what, as you're describing bioplastics, it almost sounds like the benefit of bioplastic is more about what it's made of rather than how it gets disposed. Uh, At this point, yes. In the future, hopefully technology and the infrastructure will catch up. Yeah. And they can be composted and used as fertilizer. But at this point in time, we just don't have the right infrastructure, which is why we found it very important to have a home compostable capsule. Because you can, one, be sure that what you want it to be doing is happening, as opposed to industrial composting, where you put it in your food waste, it goes away, but you don't know if it's being composted or it's being incinerated. you know you keep that responsibility in your hands and you know that you're actually doing good yeah it's awesome so home home composting means i really can just put it into my composting bin outside i can just Mm -hmm. throw it into my garden flower bed anything like that and it just turns into good fertilizer exactly and and that's the other thing you can use it as fertilizer once it's broken down mm. and it's so exciting. What we like to do sometimes we take the coffee grounds and we bake it into a cake or, you know, we use it as a fertilizer. We find lots of fun little things to do with capsules. Sorry, did you say you bake it into a cake? Yeah. So they use coffee grounds because they're not very strong. Right. Um, it just adds a nice flavor to a coffee cake and it's a little bit of fiber. <laughs> Do you, what do you do with the actual pod? So we can just chuck that into the compost or the great thing about our capsule is it can go into any waste stream. So in the home composter, it can be recycled Mm -hmm. with paper. If you take the coffee out first, you can put it into food waste. And because of the way it looks, it will be accepted into that stream because unlike bioplastic, it looks a natural material. Mm -hmm. Or if you put it into your general waste bin, it will take a few years to degrade. Um, But not many people know this for context. A banana peel takes about two years to degrade in landfill because of the lack of oxygen. Right. Um, So it can take a bit of time, but... But better Much than, faster. yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it's three to 500 years it takes um, plastic and aluminium. So, you know, we're a little bit quicker. Yeah, a little bit quicker and hopefully actually good for the planet once it does yeah. biodegrade. and For fewer toxins. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that you take the uh, the 
coffee grounds out of the, for some reason yes. when, when you said that you make a cake with it, I, first thing I pictured was just like a co uh, coffee oh, pot no. cake. And I was like, that doesn't sound that good. I mean, I'm sure. Strange. Yeah. Um, so the pods are made, you made, you said byproduct of the sugar cane industry. Mm -hmm. So basically sugar cane, the way I, I understand that is as companies or farmers harvest sugarcane, there's, they're not going to use all the parts of the mm -hmm. actual plant. And there's going to be this byproduct that they would otherwise, I guess, throw away or burn or something. And yes, then... exactly. So we really are part of the circular economy in mm -hmm. that we take a waste product, make it into something else, give it a new life, and then give it back to the earth or, or do something with it, like making yeah. it into a cake or growing plants out of it. And that is a principle we really like to adhere to. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm, I'm really curious about the sugarcane aspect. So where um, where do you get the sugarcane byproduct from? Is it is it like, I mean, where does it come from? <laughs> yeah, the sugarcane comes from Asia, obviously, because it's not native to the UK. Right. Um, so we source it from there. And is that something that, uh, maybe this is going a little too far into the weeds, but uh, out of curiosity, is that something that you pay the the farmers for, or is that something that um, that they're basically happy to give away because otherwise it's a big cost for them? We do actually um, pay for the bagast, as it's yeah. known. That's cool because I, I I mean I think that that's great. You're supporting farmers. Uh, you're basically giving providing... them an additional income exactly and yeah through that process you're actually reducing waste and um the amount of the stuff that they burn is probably absolutely crazy and if you're mm -hmm. reducing that it's excellent um what i love about uh halo coffees you have the tagline the world's best coffees in a way that's best for the world uh, yeah i mean so up till now people didn't tend to put very good coffees in a capsule because they thought it was a waste. Okay. Um, and it's not something coffee connoisseurs really think highly of. <laughs> right. But when the concept was thought up, we didn't want to give consumers reason to not like it. Mm. Um, for them to say, the concept is great, but the coffee just doesn't add, you know, anything yeah. to my life. So we just have to make it the best. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So not only are they doing good for the earth, but they're also motivated to because the coffee is so good. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. So what kind of coffees do you use in the pods? By and large, we use speciality grade coffees, which are coffees that score a minimum of 80 out of 100 on the specialty uh, coffee grading scale, which mm -hmm. means they have to be incredibly high quality and every aspect of growing the crop needs to be very particularly tended to. Right. Um, and yeah, we're quite particular about the quality of our coffees. We also have some Robustas, which do not have the same kind of standards as Arabica coffees, which mm -hmm. are specialty grade, but we purchase the Robustas on the same kind of scale. They have to be, you know, good scoring um premium robustas got it and is do, how how much do you look into you know how the coffee is grown for example is it you know grown sustainably or is it are you mm -hmm. is it more important to get the scores 
I mean, what, what, no, it's actually interlinked. So in order for it to be that high quality, the area surrounding the coffee needs to be well tended to the earth needs to be healthy. It is all just all plays a part because if the soil isn't healthy, you've not, you know, given the coffee crop enough shades, various things like that then the coffee will not be as high scoring as you need it to be ah that's well that's awesome news because that means i mean farmers are highly motivated in that case to take mm-hmm. good care of of the earth and and the exactly. surroundings in order to get high quality coffee mm-hmm. and i imagine high quality coffee also gets a higher price yes exactly so even better um, yeah so it's about three percent of global yields um qualifies as speciality grade what i what also is really cool i thought is not only is the pod and the coffee sustainable also the packaging that you're that you're that yes you use. exactly so when the idea came to be i found just thought why produce something completely sustainable and then wrap it in you know layers of toxic materials and things that are bad for the planet yeah and sometimes our customers will even call us out and say this doesn't look like it's sustainable why why have you done this but all of our packaging around the capsules it's all home compostable wow so just like the pods themselves the the package exactly we we have to be consistent yeah makes sense so basically you can take the box that it comes in, throw it in your garden. 90 days, it'll all be gone. Wow. Yeah, that's the maximum amount of time. That's really cool. So, I mean, is this, why don't other companies do that? It seems like, I I mean, if if it's possible to do, why isn't everyone doing this? So there are qualities that other materials have that, the material we use doesn't such yeah. as um, the shelf life so with a metal or a plastic pod you have several years um, with our pods you have nine months I so see. it's small behavioral changes that aren't really very big and I don't think people really notice them mm-hmm. but when you've built an industry as Nespresso has and you are used to having things a certain way and it's hard to shift. Yeah. Makes sense. And so in terms of actually buying the coffee, um, you know, who, who's it available for? I, I know there's the, the subscription. So is that for anyone to use? Yes. So when we first launched, uh, our main focus was B2C, direct to consumer. Okay. And so our product can be purchased uh, one off. You can do bulk purchases up to 160 capsules because, as I mentioned, the shelf life is a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, or subscriptions. So, you know, from one week onwards, you can have delivery intervals um, of between 40 and 160 capsules. That's really cool. Um, and also I noticed that businesses are able to purchase as well. Yes. Yeah, so this has been our focus for 2020. Um, there are so many hotels and offices who care about the environment, who have sustainability 
missions and we want to cater to them. So that is what we're looking to do this year. That's cool. I mean, I th- I think it makes a lot of sense to provide it to businesses because first of all, um, especially like you said, like hotels, um, it's something that I know in some lobbies they have it, you know, like a, a nice coffee machine uh, mm-hmm. on the side there or even um, in in like lobbies of, of businesses as well. They have it there and for, for guests to, to enjoy while they're waiting or whatever the case may be. And it's just so nice to be able to say these pods are you know, environmentally friendly, they compost in in 30 days. Um, And it just, there's something about that. That's, it's a really nice message. It's an added touch, I think, for guests um, or employees to have a really nice coffee and to to learn the story behind the coffee. I think it's just a, a nice extra. Yeah, absolutely. What are the halo credits? That is our loyalty program. So for uh, your birthday, referring a friend, tweeting about us, sharing us on Facebook, you get a certain amount of credits, which you can then spend on coffee. That's awesome. Uh, so the, the more you share, the more coffee you get. Exactly. At the end of the day, we're still quite a young business, which we often forget, I think, a year and maybe six months now we've been really operating so yeah so how many are you do you focus only on on the uk or is it available worldwide we actually from day one we have shipped globally so to date we've shipped to about 70 countries wow just as we're as we're slowly starting to wrap up here one one question i love i love to ask is in terms of um what you personally do on a day-to-day basis to be environmentally friendly. Cause you know, you're spending th- during work, you're, you're a champion for these reusable coffee pot or uh, not reusable for these compostable coffee pods and you're reducing a lot of waste that way. What else can, can, you know, what else do you do to be environmentally friendly? Yeah. I like to do various little things because I'm of the mindset that, every small thing you do makes an impact. So I try to be largely plant-based, not all the time, but most of the time um, I've cut most dairy out. So Mm -hmm. people may not know this, but in your cup of coffee, if you add milk to it, the milk is the majority of the carbon in that cup. Hmm. So, you know, I figured out which milks I like to pair with coffee, with tea, with cooking. And, you know, you just need to do that little bit of exploration. What are your, what are Uh, some tips that you have as far as which milks go with which ones? So I found oat milk goes really well with coffee. Um, Coconut milk goes really well with black tea and soy milk with cooking. Okay. What I found. That's interesting. Um, I just, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Another thing is also being really conscious about every purchase you make. So mm-hmm. just taking the few extra seconds to check the packaging to see if it's recyclable um, or if there's an alternative, say, for deodorant. Do you need to be buying that plastic roll-on or is there something made out of cardboard that you can be using, which is what I use. Um, and just, you know, the small little things whilst you're at the shop 
I think those make a huge impact. Yeah. What, what's this about cardboard uh, deodorant? <laughs> yeah. So there is a deodorant that I really love at the moment. It's called Earth Conscious. Uh-huh. And there is no trace of plastic in it. It's just a cardboard tube. Um, and when you're done with it, you just put it in the bin. Wow. That's cool. It's amazing to see how many, and Halo Coffee is is one of these. It's amazing to see how many innovative ways there are to do, you know, what we once thought was this is the only way to do it. Uh, exactly. Actually. It's great to see all the advances. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, I was going to say just about the, um, the oat milk. I've discovered that Oatly, the the brand mm-hmm. Oatly, their barista edition yeah. for oat milk is really good. And yeah. uh, I actually find it goes, personally, I think it goes really well in tea. Coffee too. Ooh. Um, <laughs> controversial. Yeah, exactly. It's very controversial. Um, and uh, going back to, to Halo Coffee, I, I saw on your website that right now, right now is we're in the midst of uh, coronavirus um as everyone knows i'm sure uh so what what's uh, halo coffee doing at this point uh to contribute so far we have donated um a thousand capsules to the royal free hospital in hampstead mm-hmm. um and from the months of april to june every new subscription uh fortnightly we will be sending two boxes of coffee to the hospital uh, for every new subscription within those months. Um, we're also offering a 30% discount for NHS staff. So if you email us with your NHS email, we will give you the discount code for those subscriptions. Brilliant. I think that's so important. The the NHS staff and uh, they're working so hard. I've heard that they're working on 10, 12 hour shifts um, yeah. and it's just absolutely mental what they're going through there so i'm sure a very nice specialty blend cup of coffee is appreciated hopefully hopefully yeah <laughs> so that's amazing so where can where can people go to start the subscription and uh and contribute to uh reducing plastic uh composting and supporting the nhs all at the same time yeah, we're on our website, www.halo.coffee. Um, and if you're from anywhere in the world, you can get a subscription. That's cool. And so any, any, anyone who subscribes, regardless of where they are in the world, will yes. it contributes. That's, exactly. That's fantastic. Um, I think that's such a, such a great thing to do. Um, I think it's important for businesses to, uh, to give back. Uh, as much as they can, because ultimately we're all in this together. Exactly. Yeah. On that note, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Really fun to talk to you. I'm glad to hear that we are slowly but surely reducing the crazy capsule uh, waste that's going on. And it's, it's lovely to hear that you're doing it with the best coffee in the world. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, give us a five-star rating. And also, please subscribe, whether on your podcast app or on YouTube. And that way you can be the first to know about new episodes. Thank you very much and talk to you soon.